Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to episode 82 of the Level Up Latina podcast. Happy New Year. Today, we're talking about setting and accomplishing goals. It's always easy to set them, but accomplishing them can be kind of tricky. So we're excited to share today, get us going for a roadmap for the new year. This is a podcast that we hope you'll listen to, like, and share because everyone is thinking about killing their goals in a good way in 2021. How are you ladies doing? I'm like, I had to sign some documents yesterday. And I kept putting 20, 20. And the girl's like, no, no. But then she goes, oh no, slow down. Put 20, 21 after. And I'm like, ah, smart ah. girl. But I can't believe it. It's a new year. It's, it's I guess it feels year. so much of the same, you know, yeah. Yeah. since our situation. But other than that, it's a new year. It doesn't mean we can't have new hopes, new dreams, new ambitions. So I'm feeling good. Yeah, we got to, st- well, in my, I, I, you know, I love planners and agendas. I got excited on Sunday. I'm like, yes, I'm starting this this week and adding things. And then I know you guys had said that you guys had used uh, the passion planners in the past. I hadn't. So I like how it helps you like tackle your goals and, and write in little deadlines. So I was like, oh my God, this is totally my cup of tea. So I was super excited on Sunday, to say the least. I know, right? I'm glad that you are one of those people that's excited. There's like two trains of thought. You're either really excited for the new year or it's like daunting. And we're going to have two episodes for that reason. Our next episode, if you listen in a couple of weeks, it's about those of us that might be feeling anxious. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't even want to listen. Goals make me anxious. We have an episode for you. But if you're listening and you're fired up about setting goals, strategies we've used, how we've supported our clients to make sure they're actually accountable to those goals. We're going to talk about what's worked for us, what we're doing in the new year. And I want to preface by saying that for anybody, I think goals can be intimidating because there's a lot of pressure to reach them. And the older you get, I think they can be exciting. And some of us are just go-getters and type A and you can reach them. And others of us need all the tips and tricks. I can be that person sometimes. I I do get that fresh planner. I got a Rachel Hollis planner for 2021. Funny enough, I bought a planner Mm -hmm. online and I hated it. And I thought, why don't I get what I know, what I like? And last night I went and returned the one I didn't like. I went into Target, got the one I knew I would enjoy. So We're going to talk about those kinds of tips and tricks to not be overwhelmed by goal setting, but instead to be inspired to goal set. And we can't really go into 2021 without assessing 2020, no matter what a year it may have been for you, good or bad or terrible. Let's talk a little bit about that. So tell us about your thoughts, Ceci, on 2020. It was a crazy year, like unprecedented. And none of us knew what we were getting into last year. But I think I look at it as like, okay, let's think about what worked and what didn't for 2020 in different aspects of my life. For example, as far as working out and exercising, I feel like I went up and down throughout the year. And there were times where I was like, all about it and like exercising five to six times a a week, like, you know, days actually, actually. And uh, there was times where I was like, yeah, I was really, really good about it. And then there's times like, more towards the end of the year where I just like fell off the wagon and I was like, you know what? Uh, like I was just lazy and like not feeling my, my, my best, but I will say that what worked for me in 2020 and when I feel energized was when I was doing 21 day programs. 
Um, I, I was doing like, all right, I knew when the day that I was going to start and I knew the day that I was going to end. And it was like a 21 day program and it was exercising Monday through Saturday and Sunday was like your off day. Um, and I just, I felt good. And I saw, I actually saw results. I remember seeing results and like, you know, putting on these little like skimpy little shorts and thinking like, wow, my legs look good. And I was like, you know what? Because I did that 21 day program. Whereas when I was just like uh, exercising when I wanted or like, you know, um, I just, I wasn't seeing results. So that, that was something that I learned sticking to programs and doing them and completing them. It's very easy nowadays where everyone and, and trainers offer online programs and virtual programs. As far as, um, as far as my cleaning days, like I'm still clean on Mondays. It's just, I don't know. I just, it's like a good start of the week where I have like a clean house on Monday. And I think this is what I'm going to try to do, but I'm going to try to stick to cleaning my house and finishing by like noon or like one, because at one I have to go pick up my girls and whatnot, but trying to stick to that. It actually worked for me where like yesterday I knew I was going to have a one o'clock appointment. Um, that person didn't show, but because I knew I had that one o'clock appointment, I me puse en chinga, me puse a limpiar, and I was like, wow, a la una, I finished cleaning everything upstairs, downstairs. And I'm like, how did I do it? I was like, oh, because I knew that I had that appointment at one and I wanted to be finished by the time that that appointment rolled around. And the appointment didn't go forward, but I was thinking like, like you know, we can use missed others missed opportunities to our advantage. Like, all right, you know, that was used to our, to my advantage where I was able to clean and by and the rest of the afternoon, I was able to focus on on work and sit in front of my computer. Uh, see, that's okay. Like I think you should keep in mind. Remember, remind yourself of that. Like, give yourself a mini deadline. Don't just be like, Monday's my cleaning day. Voy a hacer, voy a estar limpiando todo el santo día. As it is, we already dread Mondays. I don't work in the sense of I have a Monday through Friday. That's what I mean. You know, I do. Yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a constant. You have a job. Monday through Sunday, no days off. For real. Yes. So it's um, a no days off kind of deal, but it's like you have to remind yourself like, okay, hoy es lunes. We, for some reason, we always just constantly dread Mondays, right? And um, we already dread a Monday. We already dread the clean aspect of it. So just be mm -hmm. like, don't think of it like, es mi día para limpiar todo el día. Es mi día de limpiar entre esta hora y esta hora. Mm -hmm. Porque también quieres, you want to enjoy that. Because I know that for me, and I'm sure for you, you like having a nice, neat looking house. So don't get to the point where you're just like, I can't do this because blah, 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 blah. So remind yourself, give yourself a little bit of deadline or give yourself increments para que no te fastidies. I like that. I like that. And I, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to clean from like the, the, from like nine to noon, for example. And then if whatever doesn't get done at noon, all right, I'm going to let, let it. And then, it, and then I'll continue next week, whatever. That way I don't stress myself out. And I think yesterday's was a good example to start implementing that at 1 p.m you know the girl the girls didn't start school till today so they were still at home they went down for a nap and i was ready to jump into like all right level of latina stuff and work stuff but i was like you know what i'm gonna give myself 15 minutes 15 minutes me puse una mascara like a turmeric mask and i sat there for 15 to 20 minutes doing a little breathing exercise, of course, my brain was thinking crazy things. And I was like, I really wanted to grab my phone and, and send a, a voice memo to you girls. But I was like, all right, Ceci, calmate. Just remember it. No se te va a olvidar. You know, say, sit still, relax, enjoy your mask. 
So the, I, I loved it because I, it was like a good little pause in between my, like my cleaning and then work. So it was time for myself. I was able to breathe and relax and then kind of like re-energize for, for the next, next task. Nice. I think that re-energizing part is a, it's a reminder. I think 2021 is going to be filled with re-energizing. Uh, I know, I know Irene mentioned that we're going to have a different episode for discussing, you know, the anxious anxiety that creating new goals and starting a new year kind of brings upon us. Um, but we'll talk more about that. I think for me, like the new year, it was more of a good riddance of 2020, knowing that the presence of 2020 was still going to continue with us because of the, of you know, the pandemic, Corona, COVID. And then we're constantly hearing news that only like, you know, hopefully in the next, what is going to be when inaugurations day went in about two, three, two and a half weeks. Um, so we have all these other things that are, are, are bombarding us that are reminding us of what 2020 was. So it's like, we're like good riddance, but it's like, we're not unstuck of it yet. Like it's still como un moco, un chica que se te pega. Ahí está 2020, right? So for me, I know that um, it's, it, 2020 was a, a, a unique year. And how I managed to get through it, I, I wish I can tell you my trick, but a lot of it was probably because I was being so taking it day by day where it's like, I know today, let's just survive today. And next thing you know, it's December. And I'm like, oh, next thing you know, it's New Year's Eve. And I'm like, okay, and we're already like halfway. We're in our first full week of January. And for me, it's been, a, okay, don't think of the, the long run for now. Sometimes you have to think about a little bit of the short goals and those little wins, right? So, so far I've been able to high five myself because I'm like, okay, I kept my youngest baby who's nine months now, kept him alive, kept him well, you know, <laughs> um, I'm trying to keep him a baby for as long as I can, which is probably going to hinder him later. Cause no quiere decir nada. I mean, me platica si él su, con su gibberish, but it's like, um, you know, those little things like that. It's like, I survived nursing. So I'm like, okay, that's good. Um, and I'm kind of grateful that we had that slowdown in pace where things were in, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't so many, go so much going on. And it kind of worked in my favor because I'm like, well, I don't have the need to go out. I don't have the need to schedule time to go with my friends because as it is, it's hard to schedule time to do things for myself. And I, I think we talked about this in an in one of the episodes before where Irene asked us, what do you guys do to take care of yourselves? And I'm like, ni madres, you know, <laughs> like, it's so hard. I'm like, my therapy, my free time is my level of Latina time. And that time is work, but it, it feeds my soul because I know of our purpose, right? And what we want to do and what we're doing is motivating other women. So for me, I know that it, it helps me to just think of and take note of what I've accomplished. So whether it be a small win or a big win, you have to just take notes, sit down, take a moment, and be like, pues ya que hice, que cumplido, what have I been able to, to um, achieve in this year, in the last two years, in the last five years, and remind yourself of those wins, right? And now when you sit down and set your new goals, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have any, it just might mean that you've done so much already that maybe your list might get shorter. You know, when you're young, I saw a lista, oof, pues me quiero ir a, a, a Francia, Paris, a no sé dónde, a, a Greece, and all over Europe. And then little by little, like Irene, you know, she's been in 60, 60 plus countries. So her list gets shorter and shorter, you know? So little things like that in, in our, our lists are shorter. It doesn't mean that we don't have ambition or we don't have drive. It just means that we've accomplished so much. We've come so far and we need to be proud of that and feel happy. Have that bring us joy. And then be like, okay, what do I really want to do? Now that we're older, so if there's younger women that are listening to this, live it, girl. Live it up. 
be invincible, cuídense también, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you, it's okay, great, have your long, long la lists of your goals, um, y no se agüiten when you don't, you only accomplish half, because you have the next year to accomplish the next half and add some more to that list, right? But as we get older, I think we have accomplished things, and now we can really focus on things that are like, okay, let's get more in detail, let's get more focused, let's be more centered, I know what I like, I know what I don't like, I know what I've been able to accomplish here, Now, what's going to guide us to that next level? You know, what's going to guide us to level up? Sea en el trabajo, sea en tu vida, sea en lo que sea. But now your focus is not all over the world or all over the place. And it's a little more centered, more guided, and it has a little more purpose. So it's that list might be short, but it means that, oh, this is a real deal kind of shit. I'm going to handle my business, you know? And it makes you proud. So for me, I know that um, I want to bring back my vero time. But it's, it's around that time now that my baby's going to, you know, primero Dios, and in marzo cumple un año, you know, Joaquin will be two. I mean, my kids will be a little bit more, you know, being able to maintain on themselves that need me so much where I can be like, okay, kids, I'm going to leave you with abuelita and abuelito or whatever, and I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to go for a run or, you know, I'm going to meditate or do my yoga because those are a lot of things that I did not have time for. You know, I try to plan because you're always trying to plan things and no te sale como que dicen... Um, make a plan and, and God laughs, right? Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of learned to laugh on myself because I'm like, mira, ideas que I have such a good schedule. Like, Ceci, you have, you're, you're kind of like a scheduler, right? Um, for me, I'm like, okay, I have my schedule. I'm like, things have been working out great. It seems like the kids go to down to these naps. I'm going to make time for me at this time. And the day that I plan that. Oh, my God, yes. Is a day that, oh, shit, just let's loose. You know, it's like, okay, I guess the kids don't want to sleep and the kids, the kids don't want to do this. But you have to just roll with the punches, right? I've always been one of like, okay, we're, we're going we're gonna to ride the waves. We're going to, you know, you know, ride that roller coaster and adapt. So my advice would be just to be aware of your achievements, be adaptable to when your plans are changing, and don't be so hard on yourself. If, if you only have two goals instead of 10 from before, because like I said, the first thing is to make sure you're aware of your wins and then plan, you know, adapt and, and then go from there. Going for my 2021 girl. <laughs> I love that. I love that because I hear a lot of making you part of the goals, which is so important. We want to give that advice to everybody. I also hear that don't overwhelm yourself at this time of year, because I said in the beginning, this can be intimidating. And especially if you see other people with a list of like 20 things they're doing mm -hmm. in the new year. I don't think you saw that as much as in 2021, but at the same time, maybe you did because people feel like so much was taken from them in 2020. So like suddenly everybody wants to travel everywhere and it's going to be this crazy mad rush to live some of those things that we feel were taken away. But I think it's good to not be overwhelmed and tackle maybe three things. And it's funny that you said the thing about what they say about God, how God laughs at your plans. There's a John Lennon song that says life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans. So oh. you're making plans and life is happening. Life is happening. I really love that song. It's called Beautiful Boy. And he writes it to his first and only son, I think, that John Lennon had. And he says to his son, that, to keep that in mind, that life is going to happen to you even when you're busy making other plans. But our point today is it's okay to have a combination of both, to live your life and to celebrate the wins or even the losses, but to also have some strategy. So today's ultimate lesson is there needs to be some strategy. And for some people, that can be small. That can be journaling every day and writing what you're grateful for every day because that's a huge practice in sort of being present and being grateful and just accomplishing that every day. If you're a very busy mom, but you took the 10 minutes to write the 10 things you're grateful for, I mean, that's already going to make you feel better. 
that's already going to make you feel like it's your time and it's going to give you such great perspective and it's something you do for you. Or maybe it's just like new rituals and routines in your life because goals can be intimidating. The word goal is very different than the word, this is a routine, this is a ritual. So Ceci mentioned her mask. I love that. She's like, me time means self-care. Means I'm going to throw on a mask, means I'm going to maybe light a candle, means I'm going to write in my planner, I get excited. Those rituals are goals. So when Vettel's like, be excited, celebrate, celebrate those little things that may seem like nothing, but they're a big deal. There's a lot of people out there that don't even have time to throw on a mask or, you know, wash their hair or take a shower and they would love to have Or that wash their butts. And right <laughs> So celebrate those goals. Our tip of the day is no matter the size of the win in 2021, wins are wins. And you don't have to believe like that new year, new UVS, because that can be intimidating. But anything you do that's better for you in 2021, you want to walk more, you want to read more, you want to be closer to certain family members. This is the year you want to say sorry to someone. Well, you got to work your way up to that. Maybe you've got a journal for a few months before you can forgive that someone. So there are these things that you can do in your quiet and private time that are smaller goals, or maybe they're big goals. Maybe those small things are big to you. So whatever they are, do your best to win because wins matter at whatever size. And that's our tip of the day. I'm one of those people that I don't like to believe that the new year is going to change anything. So I like that Tessie's already like on her 21 day at a time plan. I was on this thing with my husband for 75 days and I can't wait for that thing to be fucking over. <laughs> Are you still on yeah. that? I'm still on it. This is like my last week. So it ends Friday. Ooh, yeah, we yeah, did yeah, something yeah. called 75 hard for 75 days. And the reason I think that it was really great was, is because it was something my husband and I could do together that can challenge us. We can get away from the 2021 hype and be doing something going into 2021. And we had to work out twice a day, not rigorous necessarily. It's to any 45 minute workout. So we did a lot of family walks and bike rides and he does really rigorous workouts. And we had to drink a certain amount of water every day, which is a lot. I'm looking forward to like taking that back a notch. We had to read every day. I'm done drinking oceans, okay? Oh my God, I'm so over it. We had to read 10 pages a day every day. Again, simple, but something that you have to add and take a picture of yourself, like a progress picture so you can see your body changing because of the water you're drinking and the working out you're doing. No cheat meals, so no overeating ever. So follow like a diet of any kind, any kind. Well, no cheating. So my husband hasn't eaten carbs really in, in 75 days. So that's kind of incredible. I was just kind of watching what I ate. I nota. Yeah. So like, that and how hard, oh my God, props to him because how hard during the holidays, somos Latinos, we eat yeah no i am so proud of him i watched him eat so many insides with so many tamales it's just cracking me up but also there's no alcohol in 75 days and he's more of the social drinker here and there oh no yes. so people were looking at us like oh yeah that's why you guys aren't drinking we talk about challenging mm -hmm. yourself no drinking at thanksgiving no drinking at christmas wow. no drinking when you're stressed no drinking when you're missing your family because of covid like we can't wait to drink on friday so come on over we can hit sit on the porch guys and drink not that we're big drinkers necessarily i'm not a big drinker but every now and and I was like, man, wine. So many people gave me wine for Christmas, by the way. And it's oh, just man. staring at me. Point is 75 hard. It's an Andy Frisella thing. It's not a commercial to start that right now. But anything, a 21-day stint, a list of two to three things like Vettel says that you're going to do for you or something crazy that you do with your spouse that's like something you thought you couldn't do. Because I will say something about 75 hard. At first, I was overwhelmed. So right now, people are in January, whatever you're doing, you can feel overwhelmed because they thought, how in the hell am I going to squeeze into my life, get workouts, get reading, get drinking all this damn water and having to pee whenever I'm in the world, like get this, get that, get getting through Thanksgiving and cooking this meal and not eating what I want to eat. But the truth of the matter is that after a couple of weeks, 
my life got easier. Funny enough, guys, after, isn't it like the habits after a couple of weeks, I was like, it was just part of my life. It was part, I went on a staycation. I, we had holidays. I just knew like, I have to walk before everybody comes over. I have to jump on a treadmill. I have to go for a run. Let me ride my bike today. Like my time management got tight that I went and got a puppy to add insult to injury. I went I and got a puppy. I know, that's so In the middle of all this, I'm like, I can do anything. Let me go get a puppy. So we're not sleeping because they're like this newborn baby dog here for the last four weeks. But my point is that, please, guys, get behind your goals, whatever they are. And after you really do stick to it, after you try to stick to it, if it's written down or a vision board or a friend that you tell what your goals are, if you can do what you can do to stick to it, you actually do more. You actually take on more. You actually find the time. And I'm saying this from a, I hated 75 hard half the time, but it made me actually feel like I was finding the time. And the last story I'll say about that is my kids got used to taking walks. They got so used to taking walks. We take so many family walks now. They look forward to it. They can't wait to go. Sometimes it's like scooters. It's bicycles. It's by foot. It's walking one dog, carrying another dog. Our life became everything around this 75 hard. Everyone is suddenly eating better. Everyone is suddenly walking more. By the way, the two workouts, one has to be outside. So it rained and Diego and I are outside or it's like Christmas Eve and we haven't done our workout and we pulled the treadmill out to the driveway. I mean, como locos, you guys like crazy, but you got to do it. And every day you got to do it. And the time outside, you guys, incredible. Because outside is so good. Outside just is like, it's, it's the universe. It's mother nature. Even if you're in the big city, being outside is just gives you a different perspective. When you're in, in your four walls, you know, surrounded and you're just home you're seeing the same thing. You're thinking of the same things. When you get outside and get a fresh breath of, you know, of air. Yeah. It's like allows like this new way of thinking into your brain. And it, like, it's just opens your mind up. And it's for you guys. Sí, son otros aires y te ayuda a hacer todo. Y lo, lo bonito que ustedes lo están haciendo también lo hacen entre familias. So you started these new habits, these new traditions with your family. And those are good things to do. There's people that never leave their house, you know? My kids will go crazy if I don't take them outside for a bit. And it really, I, I think that's beautiful. The fact that you acknowledge that just being outside, the fact that it's part of that plan, because it, it, it really shows that how we take outside for granted. We don't, we don't, we don't use it. You know, we don't maximize the outside. And right now with us, you know, I mean, taking those extra precautions because of what, you know, with the pandemic, the outside, it seems like it, it's not an option, but it is. If you're doing it safely, if you're doing it crazy, if you have a front yard or a backyard, or let's say you only have a front yard, it's a chiquito, step out to your front yard, you know, you know, and it really does, it works miracles. So I'm very happy for you guys, Irene, that this, this 75 day, not only included, it made you actually be more aware, right? We're constantly, we're just like, I know I have to eat. It doesn't matter what I eat. Um, I know I have to drink some water, but I'm going to drink a soda. I know I have to do this, but it's like little things that are going to improve your mental health, your physical health, your emotional ability because you're outside letting go of stuff. You're getting distracted and not by your phones. You're getting distracted by activity with the people that you love, the people that care for you. And I think that's beautiful. So many of us should jump on more of those adventures. Maybe yeah. not 75 days of it, but definitely yeah. jump on. Add adventures to your, you know, little exactly. My ultimate point is that there's something for everyone in the new year. So as you're setting your goals, maybe you're going to think of a big plan that feels like something that you can't do. Like I know I, 
at first I thought, wow, 75 hard. Can I really do it? And part of the reason I think my husband and I did this is we wanted to do something to be on the same page together because he has his goals. I have my goals. And I started biking long distance and he started really getting into weightlifting. And that's not something we did together necessarily. And he's not eating carbs because he just thinned down. And he looks great. And I, my whole life, have to drink more water. I'm terrible at it. I'm a coffee drinker. I love my Starbucks runs. And so we were just trying to get on the same page. So maybe if you're listening to this, there's someone in your life you want to get on the same page with and you pick a 21 day routine or a 75 day routine. Maybe you just want to get good with you. And I love Vettel's advice about there are things you're accomplishing every day. So take inventory, write down those things and start to celebrate them and maybe add to that list more you time, um, more doing more things that are away from distractions and social media. I had written down in my notes something called the alpaca philosophy. And like they say, alpacas are like the best animals. And they're like, first of all, they're like the cutest animals, but they're very calm. And there's a lot that you can learn from them. So I bought this book about their calm energy. And I'll talk about it in another podcast, but learn from anything, take from anything right now to get excited about your goals. For me, when I mentioned that, it's because I want to do more of this outside. Like Vettel said, I love the reflection time. I love what it brought into my life to be forced for the last 75 days to spend 45 minutes of my life outside doing something physical. I mean, that's a cool goal. I think anybody can do that goal. And why you do 75 hard, for instance, is because you actually are inconveniencing yourself and you're teaching yourself that doing convenience, because I have to do it twice, it's kind of inconvenient every day, but you're teaching yourself that you can do anything and those wins really matter. Ceci saw her gains and she saw herself with those booty shorts and she's like, Dude, I could do 21 stints every time because I want to see gains and progress. So you're learning the ritual of succeeding, of trying new things, of getting into new habits. So whatever you decide to do, we hope that you'll pick something strategic. Don't overwhelm yourself this time of year, but pick something that'll be positive for you. What can we do as we're goal setting, Ceci? And we have it written down. We have a plan in mind. We've mentioned a few. What do we do now? Because it's so easy to write your goals down and hopefully they're smart yeah. goals. They're realistic and time sensitive. But then after that, what do you do? I think, I think, yeah, be realistic about your goals. And if you skip a day, don't, you know, don't be hard on yourself you know, be guilt free, like we like to say, and start the next day. Or if you know, you're like, Oh, shit, it's like, it's it's Friday already, and I didn't get anything done. All right, well, guess what, you have Monday right around the corner and start then or, or start on the weekend, if that makes sense for you, like, just don't be hard on yourself. Uh, there's going to be distractions, there's going to be all kinds of food, but just make a plan. Um, I, I, I know I've mentioned this before, but it, it, it works in this in this um, scene as well as Make a plan on Friday about what you're going to eat the following week. Make a list, go grocery shopping, and just buy things on that list and don't overbuy. Don't go to the grocery store hungry either because you're like, oh, I'm just going to get get this, uh, these potato chips, and I'll have them like uh, as a snack. But don't know, like if you're going to be like really, really honest and and you you want to be healthy, then then go when you're not hungry and make a plan beforehand about what you're going to be eating the following week. So that's touching on health goals. I know we're going to have some health goals. Hopefully everyone should have health goals, even if that's smaller things where you want to be in nature walking or if you want to like lose weight or you want to get active. Then there's financial goals. So Vero will talk about some of that. Money is very stressful. And right now with the situation, some of us are working from home. Some of us are working limited hours. Some of us has lo have lost our jobs. So I understand that money is a hard topic. We have to constantly be mindful of what we're spending on. I actually bought my planner. And my planner has a budget sheet within it. So it's really cool. I had heard about this planner before, but I had never really felt like I needed it. But I felt that it was a good thing because we're transitioning into a new home soon, hopefully. By the end of the month, we'll be in a new house. My budget's going to have to change. I know that some of us 
hear the word budget or whatever, it's probably, it's pretty much your money, your money matters. What are your, what is your financial mindfulness amount? You know, whatever it is that feels you feel comfortable with. If budget isn't your thing, that's fine. Let's find another word for it. I need to be mindful of how we spend, what I do. So for me, it's like, I need to go based off what level of Latina, our income from that. My husband handles the rest, which is helpful, but I need to, I manage my husband because of the fact that he's a spender. Irene just mentioned, you know, the 75 day thing. So in my mind, it came to be like, okay, what would it take to gain, if you were to save $1,000 in 75 days, that's 13 bucks, $13.33 per day that you would save. And that, my friends, is pretty much something like eating out a chipotle, grabbing that burger at In-N-Out, even though In-N-Out has reasonable prices, but still, like that little, the 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 coffee out. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to Starbucks. It could be to the local coffee shop. It could be something like that. But it's like mining a, finding a way to save those 13 bucks for 75 days. And you figure out what it is that you, you know, once you look at your expenses and what you spend your money on. You could be like, okay, I can manage instead of doing five trips to the, to the coffee shop, I could do two instead or do three. Um, but finding a way to save those 13 bucks by 75 days, you can have yourself $1,000. And $1,000 a leeway as a cushion in your bank account or in your savings. Once you see that, it really motivates you to be like, okay, what else can I do? Because with the fact that we're so afraid to talk about money and right now money being scarce, we need to, that's the time where we actually need to focus more on it in the sense of like, how do I keep it in my pocket? Because you never know. We're hoping that things get better. We're hoping that we go back to work. We're hoping that all these things like open up and the world opens up again. But the more the world opens up, that means, yes, you're going to go back to work. Yes, you're probably going to get a job or be able to find a job. But then the most spending. So now you're going to go crazy wanting to spend because you haven't been spending out and about. So we need to be mindful Find a way to set your, you know, give yourself that cushion of $1,000. If you have those 75 days, perfect, 13 bucks. But just make sure you just think of it like, hey, I need to do this for me, for myself to feel better, feel comfortable. Then I think that's beautiful. If you're able to save yourself a little 1000 give yourself a cushion for in case of emergencies or for a, or something good for yourself, whatever it is, piénsalo. At anything, at any level, maybe you're going to say, yeah. I can save five bucks a day for the rest of the year. You know, it all kind of yeah. compounds, it all makes a difference. And I know that Veto has always been really great about understanding everybody's in a different situation. Some have more, some have less, but we can all do our best to come from a place of how do I take care of myself for the long haul? Mm-hmm. And even if it's a little, how can I save? Because savings always goes a long way. And right now, if you have nothing, nothing, nothing to save, we understand that. And your goals have to be focused on how to make that money and get that job. But once you do, the idea is to then not go back into that habit of spending and not having that emergency Back. fund. Because there's so many people right now that got hit by these terrible circumstances, but they also had savings, part of their lifestyle. And we would hope that everyone listening to this has already heard this a billion times, but takes to heart right now that saving your money is just as important as looking good if you have physical mm-hmm. goals and as feeling good, if you have self-care goals as doing for your family, a lot of people have goals right now that are all about everybody else, right? Ever yeah. taking care of everybody else. I'm one of those people. And I want us to end on that. If everybody can share kind of what they're focused on for the year, but in my life, I'm keeping it really simple. And I have three things that I want to focus on. And I'm, I'm using like the three T's as my idea, but one really minor thing that seems so silly, but is important to me is training my dog. And I'll tell you guys why. 
Training my dog is like the funniest thing because I have this little puppy. He's 10 weeks old. He's a lab and he's either going to be a great dog or an okay dog or a not so great dog. But it all depends on me as the person that owns this dog. And it's going to take freaking discipline that I've already had to have for the last month to spend time training the dog. And I thought, man, if I spend all year focused on something so selfless, that's this dog being okay and healthy, like that's a great habit. That's a great practice. The other thing is my kids learning Spanish. We've really been focusing on the kids learning Spanish. And that's actually a big goal for me, spending more time speaking Spanish and being intentional, just like I train the dog. This is going to sound terrible, but train my kids in our language, our native language. And the last thing is train me. So I want to continue to do long distance bike riding and long distance hiking and anything that I do for myself that is long haul. And I'm focusing on those three simple things. And then my husband's goals have to do with finances, which obviously our finances are pretty much shared, but we've kind of split up the divide and conquer. So he's the one thinking about dollars and money and savings. And I sort of co-signed to that plan. And I'm the one thinking about family, like, cause two of my things have to do with the family and he co-signs with my plan and he's working on Spanish with the kids and time with the kids. So the point is if you can divide and conquer, great. If you can't divide and conquer, then you yourself should be thinking about not just your kids, but goals for you, goals for the long term, goals for the short term. So before this podcast is over, think smart goals. We say that in all of our goal setting podcasts, is your goal specific enough? It can't be like airy fairy in the sky dreaming. Like what do you specifically want to achieve? Is it measurable? How do you know if you've reached an amount? Betel said $1,000. I said in 75 days, I'll drink a gallon of water every day. That's very measurable. I've drank 75 gallons now at this point. Is it attainable and realistic? Like, does it make sense? You also can't say, oh my God, I'm going to live in Paris. This year, they're not letting you into Paris. Like, <laughs> how realistic is that? Yeah, girl. Okay, yeah. okay. you're not going to retire next year if you're not working. So it's not realistic, right? Is it time-based? Always want to have a goal that's time-based and somewhere. A deadline is important. It's very important. Can you assign relevance? And it makes sense. So you'll be passionate about it. If you're not passionate about a goal, you're going to drop it. So my last mouthful is don't do it for somebody else. Do it for you. You got to know why it's about you, not somebody else, because you're not going to reach the goals that are about somebody else. Your husband wants you to be thin. That's his problem. If that's not something you're focused on, for instance, right? Someone wants you to own a house. That's their problem. Maybe you're not going to own that house. So whatever those random things are that you're doing for somebody else, think about them, reflect on them, because that's a lot of pressure. But those are my three T's. What are you three focused on? It can be simple. It can be elaborate. And then we'll end on that. Sundays, I told Louise already, I'm like, I just want like a few hours to myself to either just be lazy or go on a run. I just, I just want like time for myself and away from the girls because I'm going to feel better. And I'm just I'm not I'm also going to be a better mom and wife. So that's one and, and one goal. Uh, the other goal is um, Fridays focus on the girls. I'm always like okay, lavando la ropa and doing many things. That's their day off from school. But I, I really want to focus on doing stuff with them, like so that I'm not yelling at them. I'm not like screaming up the, about uh, about like cleaning the house, whatever. Like, all right, we're going to do something fun Fridays with the girls. Uh, and then my third one was that we kind of, because of COVID and everything, we've been uh, not doing our monthly date night with Luis. So I'm like, all right, I need to jump back on that and try to figure some way to get date night in. Nice. Nice. I'm going to keep my insurance because they, they go along with family, kids, um, my home life, you know, since I am, it's like, I'm, I'm a stay at home mom that works a lot. Right. So I, I'm my, uh, Otto and I, you guys know that my husband and I really pretty much are recently married. We're in a re like our relationship's very fairly recent, but 
Um, one of the goals is I, I get inspired by this podcast we're listening to on our drive back from Escondido. And it was like this couple, this, this, this woman's talking about her parents, right? So I know it's a long story, but I'll keep it short. She's talking about her parents and, the, and that her parents always had their morning dates. These people, these, this couple had 10 kids. Okay. So in order to be able to, to see each other, spend time with one another, they, they took advantage of that morning. Mm -hmm. And I, I wake up early because, you know, I have my little one. So I'm up like six, six 30, making his leche. So we're up, but we're not taking time to be like, and then Otto gets immediately up after that to start working. Now I'm like, you know what? That is a great idea. So I took it from them. I'm like, I'm going to make time to date my husband in the morning. I know that maybe date nights will come around soon. We're not going to be going out anytime soon, you know, but what we'll do is date him in the morning. So I know he likes his coffee. I'll make sure to get up, brew the coffee. So it's ready so that he doesn't have to worry about it. So I'm going to date him in the mornings. Um, so it's going to be a date morning, not a date night. Um, and then my other focus is my kids to bring um, like my patience with them. And when I do like Ceci, like you mentioned, when you're with the kids, you're always trying to do other things around the house. I want to focus just on them. And my last one is this level of Latina. Level of Latina, we have what well, it's developing into one of those. It's a, a company, not just a company, but we're, we're, an, we're three women that know that we have so much to offer. And this community that we're looking to bring to light in March um, for for other women to join part of the Level of Latina community to bring them a, a space to share their life, their experiences, their professional life, their personal life, you know, their goals their plans and to just have somewhere to have an out, I think is one of my focuses because I think that I really feel that it's something that's very necessary, especially where, you know, we don't, when we don't see people like ourselves or we don't have people like ourselves in our work environment, in our home and our families, we, we are, we have like this, um, responsibility to be there for women that need that. So I'm really focusing on bringing that community to these women. And I know that as a team, we are focused as a whole to do this. And it's just something that's really getting me excited because I feel that we have so much to offer and there's so many women out there that need it, that I can't wait till we bring it to life in March. That's okay. exciting sneak peek for March because that's actually the biggest piece that we've left out for goals, which is accountability. And you often need an accountability partner. You need to really be held accountable. And that's what our coaching career is. It's about mm -hmm. all the stuff that we've talked about actually has strategy behind it. And so we talk in the podcast and we get fired up and excited and we give you a, a, a snapshot of like our goals, three of maybe the 10 that we have. And we don't cover everything in a podcast in 45 minutes. But if you are a coaching client, you understand what we mean. We're talking about smart goals and you understand what we mean about actually achieving these financial self-care, personal development goals for you so that you can have a great life, not just a good one. So thank you for being here today. If you want more information on how to be really held accountable in 2021, you can always book an assessment online at leveluplatina.com. Always your first 30 minutes is free. And we love assessments because it's a great way to just kind of get to know us. We get to know you and we learn if it makes sense to work together. This is a great time of year to be coached. All of us mentioned our planners and my planner is actually, like I said earlier, I think to just the two of you, it's a Rachel Hollis planner and it says on the cover, focus on what matters. So I hope that in 2021, everybody will focus on what matters to them. All of our what matters is different and that's cool. You may not have health goals, but you have travel goals because 
gosh darn it, you're going to travel regardless of Corona. Whatever it is that you want to do, we'll focus on what matters and when it's safe and realistic to do so. Make sure to take care of you, make you a part of your goals, give yourself grace, celebrate the wins, no matter how big or small. It can be 21 days at a time, 75 days at a time. It can be one day at a time with morning dates like Veto. I love that idea. You can have a shorter list as you get older and that's okay. And I think that makes sense because you start to focus on what matters. I just mentioned three of the goals that I have in mind. I have a few more and that can make it a bit more complex day to day, but you can keep those private too, just like I did, right? So it's between you, it's between your higher power. If you have one, if you have spiritual goals, more power to you. But again, if you're struggling with this piece of it, please look us up online. You can always find us at leveluplatina.com. You can find us on social media, our handles at leveluplatina. If you're looking for some gear to be fired up for 2021, our shirts are back in stock. They were out of stock. Some were out of stock very quickly when we announced our shirts. You have to check out the styles online. Please shop at leveluplatina.com to see the really cute shirts that folks are already sporting. My daughter's like a number one fan. She rocks that tie dye like a sweater all the time. Thank you to Tia Vero who gave that to her. So check us out. Check out the gear. Tia Vero over here is the one who had a great vision for our shirts. And I'm, I'm so proud of how they came out. So claps and kudos for Vero for 2021 for getting this pretty and looking good. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handles at Latina underscore up on Twitter. You know, share some shirt design with us. Retweet something someone else said. Share it with us. You know, we're as active as as you are with us on Twitter. So join us there. I think that's it. If you want to keep the conversation going, you can always email us at admin at leveluplatina.com. It's 2021, baby. Let's make it a great year. Yeah. Everybody. And don't forget to level up. Thank you, mujeres. Yeah. Gracias. Hasta luego.